Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, let's do it. We are moments away from lights out. The cars are just about to hit the formation lap. Okay, this is our first race back since the summer break. What, I know. Are, you, what are you expecting into turn one, Jake? We've got Verstappen first, Norris second, Russell in third. I'm very excited to see what the two young Englishmen can do against the Dutch two-time world champion, Fabio Bocca. The flying Dutchman. I can't wait for this corner. We know that Lando is going to jump for it. Today's episode is going to be a great one after the race as well, because something special happened in Formula 2. It very much oh did. Formula 2 word. has been a whole roller coaster this weekend. It really so has. Far. And they said that they're spitting on the track right now, so we could have rain for this mm. Dutch Grand Prix. Uh, uh, I'm... I was trying to figure out, so turn one is right, isn't it? Yes. So Verstappen starts on the left, I think, in first. Norris on the right. Russell in third. I think Norris is safe. We're going to take everyone through the first lap. Do you reckon Norris might lunge? No. See? I don't reckon he does. I reckon Max is going to get too much of a good start, mate. I know it. I saw an interview with Lando, actually, before this race, he, in Zandvoort, talking about potentially becoming Max's teammate, talking about the fact that he would step up to it. Mm. We know that Lando and Max are friends off the grid, mm. but Lando, given the chance in second place... I'm sure he'll... I reckon he's going to lunge. Yeah. Liam Lawson, 19th. Reckon he might make a late lunge down the inside? I'm excited to see Liam on the grid. Happy for him. <laughs> Does he do a Jake Boys and break late and jump about 15 cars come up to P4? I'd be impressed if Liam Lawson... Pulled, apparently, he's won on his debut in the last eight categories he's raced in. Really? That's a pretty unbelievable stat. Well, guys, you better strap on, strap in, and hold tight because we're about to walk you through the first lap of the Zandvoort Grand Prix. As the final cars come round their formation lap and join the grid, will Max Verstappen get his ninth win in a row with Trance moving? No! Oh, he's he's playing across it. the track! Just the McLaren out. team have worked so hard to get here! But what can they do on the famous bank corners? Can they silence the energetic orange wall? We have a green flag! Here we go! And it's lights out! Go on, Lando. Max Verstappen with an absolutely beautiful start. Lando comes oh, over Max to block is George. Already. A little bit of lockup going in in the middle of the pack There's a there. A little bit of smoke. Oh my God, that's tight back there. And we see Max right out front. <laughs> oh my God, Albon. Albon is flying in the Williams this weekend. Yeah, nice clean start to the race though. Actually. Oh, they took the wide line. Look at Alonso. Alonso up in the third. Good, Alonso. Let's go. He took the fucking short line. What a king. He's got George <laughs> right on his tail. Oh, Max has already finished the race. Yeah. Well, this is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> Ladies oh, and gentlemen, we'll be back after. And there's after. the Ferrari, mate. Oh round the God. outside of the Williams. Uh, go on, Albert. Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. See you in a bit. 
Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It is currently lap 65 of 72. We are on the red flag. Now, Fab is flying to Portugal tonight, and I'm going down south to see my family. So we're going to take the opportunity to start the After Race podcast now. Fab has made a load of notes, but there is something currently on the screen that I feel like would be quite fun to do whilst we wait. Race Control have announced that the race is going to restart, and they've announced the order by car numbers, but there's nothing else on the screen currently. So Max is number one. Who's car 14? Car 14? Yep. You can't go that brain dead. You've just gone crazy about the fact he's currently second. Alonso. Yeah, Alonso. 11. Checo. Is Checo 11? Yeah. Checo is 11. 10? 10? Car 10. Gasly. Yeah, 55. But this is, this is the timing screen they just finished on uh, about three seconds ago. Yeah, but I wasn't sure whether Perez would start third because he went into the pit sixth. So where is he starting? He's they, starting he third. is starting third, but they, they pulled him why in on is that he red start, flag. I don't, why is he starting third? Well, they do it back a lap or something so like before that. He, before he pitted? I don't actually know. I haven't got a fucking clue. What I do know is that we have something to celebrate because fuck the Formula One for a minute. Clement Novelak won the F2 feature. Press. Clement Novelak, that is absolutely incredible. That's mega. I wasn't up in time to catch the very first bit of the race where there was a crash. But what do you say? He led for it like 30 laps. It was a crazy laps. race. There was loads of crashes, loads of spin out. The car lost both its tyres. But yeah, Clem did lead for 30 laps. The boy wins a Formula Two race. He's finally done it. Mm-hmm. 12 big congrats. Big celebration due coming up. That is going to be a, a big party. That makes me excited for Monza. Shame about Oli Berman. Big shame about Oli Berman. It, he needs another year in F2. He's just not quite ready yet. It it's, is. You know, it's, so many things have happened to him this year that haven't been his fault. But you can see he's got so much speed. Definitely. So I'm buzzing for Oli. But yeah, next weekend in Monza is going to be a massive one. We've got Gabriel needs one point. Clem coming off the back of a win. What can he do? What can he do? Imagine a Clement Novlak storm now. Win, win, win. <laughs> maybe different team. Mm. You know? Not saying that Trident are bad, but maybe if, like, if a bit more competitive car. They've all got it in them, mate. They've mm. all got it in them to do it. So, yeah, it could be really, really exciting. You've made some notes for today's episode. I saw you taking them. On my first one, did anyone else spot Adrian Newey, the cheeky man, at the beginning of the race, standing Right behind the Williams car on the grid, taking as many notes as he can. Because <clears throat> they, they've been nice and quick, the Williams. So I'm sure <laughs> Someone wants just hit the barrier coming into the pit. Who was that? There's a replay of Perez. Was that it? Max or Perez? Oh, just watching these replays Absolute of Red scenes. Bull's pits and everything. that They have been so oiled. Moving on to Quali, Crofty and Karun are saying they still don't know why DRS is used in Quali. Mm-hmm. And neither do I, mate. I don't, I don't. I still don't fully understand it. I reckon next year they need to get rid of that shit because it's just not fair. It would make it so much better. I reckon. I think it would only really bring Red Bull back a tiny bit. I think. I think quite a lot, mate. Because when you're looking at the qualifying times and Max is getting like half a second in front mm. or whoever's in second, but you know it's only half a second. Their DRS gives a lot of extra speed. It does make sense. They could definitely take Quali out and take DRS out in Quali. I mean, as long as it's fair across the board. At the end of the day, it's who can set the fastest lap. I suppose it would be more fair because it wouldn't matter on track position as much. Yeah, and I don't know why Adrian Newey's trying to take notes of Williams' wing, mate, when their wing's fucking perfectly fine. Probably because Red Bull are trying to evolve, but as other teams are evolving as well, 
They probably want to copy like little things, see what they do. And Williams have been mad quick. Williams have definitely evolved, mate, because Sargent made it into Q3 for the first time in I his know. F1 career. And he has currently DNF this race because he went out into the wall. <laughs> I do want to say as well, look at the screen there, Liam Lawson. I put Daniel Ricciardo as my wild card. The great pick. I, put him spot. I said he was going to come eighth. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, sadly, Daniel Ricciardo has broken his hand. However, Daniel Ricciardo, Oscar Piastri, both interviewed by Matt from P1. Mm-hmm. Both of them fucked it in, was it in practice or in quali? Both of them crashed. Okay. So it's the Matt curse. <laughs> Matt Gallagher curse. We thought it was a pit stop curse. I know, but Matt seems to think that he's cursed himself because it's happened to him before. Other stuff that he, people he's talking to, then they've gone and crashed. Well, Matt, why don't you get Max on? <laughs> get Max yeah. on and see what happens. Conditions have been all over the place this weekend. It's been on and off raining all weekend. So Sargent did make it into Q3, but then he smashed into a wall at 110 mile an hour mm-hmm. in Q3. And uh, it was a bad crash, right? Because now I've, I've heard about this. It's been spoken about. Two different types of barriers on the circuit, okay? You get an Armco barrier and you get a TechPro barrier. I have no idea what that means. Now, an Armco barrier is that thing there you see on screen right there, just a straight old metal barrier. Okay. So you know you're driving down the motorway, what do you see on either a barrier, side? barrier, yeah, either Just those metal barriers. Armco barrier is just your standard, I guess, steel barrier. Yeah. Tech Pro barrier is, are those plastic ones. Yeah, the ones that like absorb you a little bit. Polyethylene, that's what they're made from. Ah, polyethylene. Yeah. And they're hollow inside. And they're connected by blocks, connected together by double nylon straps. Okay. So, basically, they're a lot safer. But I thought, can you imagine going 110 mile an hour into one of those metal barriers? Oh, mate. Just just watching the cars currently aquaplane, where they completely lose control, knowing you're going into a barrier would be How horrendous. do they decide which barrier goes where? Well, I like, guess they put the, the tech pro ones on, on the corner. corners. Yeah, the ones you're on, on about are usually on the straights. But it reminds me back to when Fernando Alonso last year did that wheelie. That was up a straight. That would have been up against the metal barriers. Well, mate, it reminds me of Roman Grosjean. Roman Grosjean. Yeah, going straight through the middle of and it. And getting caught in the middle of it. So that's horrendous. Funny what you were talking about when you were saying about crashing, though, because... Where was it? Was it Sergeant? No, it was Grand New Joe crashed into the barrier full speed. Mm-hmm. Like you said, aquaplaning just straight just head now, first yeah. into a barrier. And the first thing that I see that he does, literally within a half a second of crashing into that barrier, is press a button on his steering wheel. And I just found that so funny that with all this training, that these drivers would just have a fucking head-on collision mm. into a barrier at five ready. million miles an hour, and they're pressing a button on the steering It's pretty radioing. I'd be screaming, man. I'd be jumping out of that car straight away. Give me the, yeah, get me the he, hell out of He it. probably has to radio in and say he's okay straight away if he is there. That's probably what he was doing. So it looks Terrifying. awful when the water gets under them tyres. Like when, even when I drive down the motorway in the, in the pouring rain, like that little second of aquaplaning you get, and you're a lot safer in a road car on the motorway, but mm. like even that little second can be petrifying sometimes. Yep. But imagine that 100 miles an hour and you see the wall in front of you and you're just sliding, sliding, sliding when I was, straight in. When I first passed my driving test within like the first sort of four or five months of driving, I was driving back from my dad's, back from his place to Helsham, down the country mm. roads. And it, right, so it had been raining, but it stopped. However, I should have been on full wet because there was standing water on the road, right? 
and I'm driving down the road, haven't got my wind wipers on because it's not raining, but a massive lorry is driving towards me. It's driven through the puddle in the road. And for about a second, I've just had water dashed on the windscreen. You can't see anything, can you? could not see anything, no. mate. And I'm, I'm waiting for my, because my, my wipers are on auto. Yeah. So they eventually come on and wipe it. But I had a good second yeah. of pure blind at about... Fifty mile an <laughs> hour, twenty-five down the country roads. I thought I was going to lose it. That's happened to me before. I that kissed the grass. Is... <laughs> Good man, nice. Kissing the grass wasn't that nice, mate. I nearly crashed. Yeah, but that's not nice. But you, you George, uh, George Russell did an amazing save. It's interesting to watch them in the wet when they lose a back tire. Like they have to keep pulling the car around. Is to be fair, this has been a very eventful race. It's just mad that like there's so much change in the whole order but max is still so far out front this has been the correct race to come back on definitely we needed some excitement it's been up and down the whole weekend like i said we still don't even know how it's going to finish there's technically still seven laps remaining they're going to have to start again wet track who knows who's going to be on which tires there's been all sorts of uh deliberation going on mate and different strategies between different teams and different drivers so we had checo leading the race oh yeah right? we need to talk about that and what happened was max was in second they pitted max for in from from inters yeah. to softs before checo yeah now Written down here, I've got usually they give the preference to the race leader. Mm -hmm. So really, they should have said to Checo, do you want us to box you yep. before Max or after Max? And this went on for a few laps. No one actually knew until we had the communication back. But no, mate, it turns out Checo raided in and said, did Max undercast? And they said, yeah. <laughs> so we had no yeah. idea. And then, yeah, confirmed. Max didn't even ask for no, it. No, it was a team decision. The team decided to pit Max first. <sighs> it's his home race. I don't care. No, he's I, been favoured. He's going to catch Checo anyway. He's been favoured well the whole front. time. Yeah, I know it's his home one. race, but there's certain things you do, mate, and that's just... That's I think just if not... it was Mexico, they'd do it for Checo. Oh, I don't reckon they would. That, that's actually a good question. Do you think they would? Well, we've got Mexico coming up, so we'll be able to see. Yeah, Checo has to win Mexico. No, I, I think... I did think that as well. That was a bit strong. Oh, there's Michael on TV. Hello, Michael. I did think it was oh, a bit... Oh, Michael! <laughs> Mark Webber! Who the fuck's that behind him? It's Machine Gun Kelly. Is it really? No. Oh. I don't know who that is. Oh, that's um, Anne Hathaway. Yuki's been putting in... It's a shame about Yuki. They should have pitted him early, but he's been putting in some class overtakes. However, I've got to say, mate... You're going to go to Oscar, aren't you? I've got to blow smoke off his ass again. Oscar Piastri. I know. Some of the overtakes that guy's been doing. And the thing is, he hasn't even been doing them on, like, down the main straight before mm. turn one. He's been going haywire. For he's a rookie. He's been taking everyone wherever he wants. For a rookie, mate. Incredible. All over the table. Fernando Alonso started it this race with the move right at the beginning. You loved it. It's double overtake. That. <sighs> Fernando Alonso's double overtake was a, hello everyone, I'm here. Alonso taking multiple cars on the inside at the first bank corner. And the, the race is going to restart with him in second. And Alonso podium is just what we need right now. He's just the king, mate. He's just the absolute best. And look, I heard him talking on TV earlier. They were saying how even between races, he still goes back to his karting track in Spain and still goes flying around. I love he that. He still loves karting. I think he even said like, He'll never stop carting. Even when he gives up F1, he'll just be carting the rest of his life. Mm, it was. It is a shame for Mercedes this race. Sorry, McLaren this race, but and Mercedes. But it's going to restart, mate. It does mean as well. Just to go back to Alonso, that if he carries on carting until he's like eighty, then there is a chance that maybe we will be able to beat him one day. He could potentially. But then we're not going to stay twenty-seven, are we? We're going to no. be like forty. I wonder how old the world world's oldest carting champion is. 
That's a good question. Someone, he could become the world, well, probably older than Alonso, right? Well, we've seen Johnny Herbert on our sim. <laughs> He's currently third from bottom now. Mm-hmm. Michael saved him. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think if you've been it feels out good of it not for being a while. Anymore. And it, it feels good being top of the of the go kart one, you know. I'm I'm still moving slowly down. I, there was a point where I was in the middle of the board. What yeah, was the point when point you and me were second and third? <laughs> I've got a question for you, Fab. Oh yeah, yeah, I've got a question. What's for you. the question? How do these F1 teams that have every resource in the world not realise that there's rain coming on that one? How did every car on the grid go with softs other than one driver when there was rain coming? Because maybe they thought the rain was going to come after a few laps, like four or five. Do you think? Still quicker to start on softs and then change. For sure. You reckon that's it? You start on softs and change? I guess so, yeah. Because you never truly know. I mean, when do you ever read the, like, the weather and it says it's Tr- like, yeah. spot on? You never really do know, do you? But it's funny because you said a few pods ago that like, teams have spotters like out yeah. further away. But then Crofty and Kareem were just talking about it on the TV then saying they should do it. But, I mean, because really, they should have someone, like, further down the beach. Well, I know one team do, because that's how we got told it. But, like, I don't know whether we should, by name, say who. I don't know who that was. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh. Yeah. But who told us that? We learned at their factory. Oh, did we? Yeah. To be fair, we're saying it. We might as well just tell everyone who it is now. But I was thinking, rain has affected, like, so many races this year. I feel like it hasn't even been, like, I don't know. Maybe this happens every year, but it wasn't as much like this last year. I remember Monaco was really bad. But is there anything they could do to counteract the rain? Like, could they have F1 races undercover? Well, they're going to have the wheel guards, aren't they? Okay. But they're still going to get water on the track. Yeah, but they they should be able to still drive. Could they put a roof on the track? (laughs) That's a lot of roof, mate. (laughs) That's a lot of Or like Simpsons, put them in a big dome. Uh, Put them underground. Okay. A really awesome track would be it comes out of the ground for a small section, comes around the top, and then down into a tunnel. Most, like, 78% of the race is underground. Or a big stadium with a roof? Yeah, like Tottenham. Yeah, like Tottenham. I guess the F1 track's a lot bigger, though, isn't it? So how would you get a roof over the whole thing? True. But then, again, I spoke to Matt. Someone drove a car 
Someone drove an F1 car around Buckmore Park. Karting track. What? For those of you who aren't from the UK or don't know Buckmore Park, it's like one of the leading karting tracks in the UK. But it's a karting track. Me and Jake have driven around it. How on earth did you get an How F1 you car an F1? Was it an old F1 car? Yeah. Kind of been one of the So it would have just been going slow anyway. Mm. But... Yeah, I'm not. Well, I'm not sure what they can do about the rain. I, we saw Ocon do a lap on the full wets. I'm still yet to see, as an F1 fan, what these full wets are actually for. Well, I mean, I guess when there's standing water, but it doesn't look like they let them race in standing water anymore. So, mate, I'm really confused now because if they don't restart the race, then does is, is Gasly in third? Well, that's it. The start. Gasly's got to get a podium. Mate. I would love Gasly to get a podium here. I, I think they have to. Re- they said they've got time. Compared to a lot of tracks, they've got time. Like I think to to wait this out. But at the moment, we're currently watching everyone standing there in their ponchos, in the hundred thousand fans there. Probably ninety. These 000 people are dedicated. Yeah, we remember people. from Amsterdam last year. How amazing were the fans? Did like, it rain when we were there? No, it was blissful weather. Do you know? It I didn't was rain so sunburned, wasn't I? Then did it not rain at all? I, I swear it rained so. a little bit. I remember we were walking over from the station. There's all them people having house parties and like they look like open walk-in Max Verstappen parties. It's bonkers, yeah. Music just playing. in someone's front garden. The Dutch are fucking crazy. If anyone is ever wondering which race to go to, I would suggest the Dutch Grand Prix because it's nuts. Yeah, there was a live music as coming out the station. Oh, it was it was insane. Big mistake from Ferrari on Charles Leclerc, wasn't there? Mate, that's a big mistake. But then apparently it was Leclerc's fault because he entered the pit lane and then when he was on the pit lane line was radioing saying, I want enters. But the team had told him to stay out. This whole fiasco has come in stages. At first it was a shock. Like, yeah, first uh, it was a shock. Ferrari are, Ferrari are messing things up. Then it was like funny. It was like Ferrari are just carrying on this shit. They really can't hold it together. And now it's like, guys, the joke's not even funny anymore. Mm. Why don't you just carry on doing what every other team does and stop fucking it up? But yeah, like you say, it was probably that Leclerc's one was Leclerc's fault. fault, I think. Yeah, he ended up getting damage to the floor of the car and he's out of the race. But then Crofty made a good point. He was like, the team can see it's raining. Why are they not prepped with the Inters? Like, they know he's going to come in anyway, whether it's this lap or not. Surely they should just get them out. But then Bernie said that they obviously can't take the blankets out to the, mm. to the grid, which is quite... So, sorry, the pit, which was quite interesting because obviously, yeah, they keep them in the blankets. Mm. So the timing-wise, if Leclerc's not going to let him know until he's at the line, then... You've got to Probably think, it might idea. seem like there's quite a long time, but then when you think that a lap is like, what, 1 minute 15 yeah. that they're doing? So that's what, so essentially you have one minute from person going around turn one to figure out, are we going to do this? Mm. That, yeah, that actually isn't a lot of time. You've seen really. it in quali and this race more than I've seen it anywhere else so far. Like the importance of being out on a certain lap and doing things at the right time. Like... Because to be honest, literally lap one, Lando's gone from front row to yeah. bottom half of the grid, which is, is not ideal. And then in qualifying, you saw Albon out there getting the right laps at the right time. Yeah. Oh, Michael and Yuki having a little wander off. We wonder if they're about it. to go and play games on the iPad. Well, <laughs> we are red flag, guys. It is lap 65. The race is meant to restart. Um, so we're going to see what happens. And I guess we'll probably tune back in for the last bit of the race. Yeah, we will tune back in for the last bit of the race. We've got a lovely weekend ahead of us. Actually, no, I should make the most of this time with you. This is a really special time. Yeah, because I'm going to be gone, mate. You're, you're going for eight, 10 days. 10 days. 10 days away from you, of mate. Of sunshine and relaxation. Guys, forever, forever, for anyone, 
forever for anyone, <laughs> for anyone who's been listening, you know I haven't been on holiday since I was 18, apart from one ski trip. Mm. One ski trip in 10 years nearly. And now he's going to Portugal for 10 days, which means the next podcast we do is going to be virtual. And I can't wait to do that one, just to see how yep. it comes out. Got the camera with me, got the mic packed away. We sh- yeah, we'll film it properly and we'll... Um, that's actually going to be class. Yeah. But Maybe th- you could tune in to me. We could do what Dre from Virgin Magazine does. And, uh, and it's like, we're oh, going over to Fab now. It's going to give you the, the lowdown about the Monza GP. Hi, guys. I'm just here on a beach. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, your mission is to do it's it. looking like most, Max is going to win. You have to do the pod in the most ridiculous place. Like, I want you to go and set it up like in the middle well, of the church take, or something. You can take kayaks. And go into like these caves in the sea. So maybe I'll, if I bring all the equipment, I'll set up on the car. <laughs> Would you trust the camera on a tripod? Absolutely or a not. Oh I'm still word. paying off that son of a bitch. <laughs> you wouldn't want to trust that out there. But no, yeah, you got a big holiday coming up. That's going to be sad for me. But it's not all about me, is it? It's all right, mate. I'm sure you got over. It's only 10 days. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Guys, seen a bit. And there we go, 72 laps around the Nordschleek circuit. It's not, is it, Zanvor? But there we have it. The Dutch Grand Prix is a wrap, my friend. <laughs> and Fernando Alonso has done it. Back on the podium, second position, and Pierre Gasly, third, thanks to, thanks to Perez's time penalty. Well deserved. I think Perez was due that penalty. <laughs> really? What did he do to you? Well, he sped in the pit lane, mate. Yeah, speeding in the... Well, Liam Lawson impeded in the pit lane, had a 10-second time penalty, and look at that. He's finished 13th. 13th. That is a remarkable first drive in F1. Like you said, do you remember when Nick DeVries got out of the car after stepping in and he was in absolute agony? We saw the pain, mate. We saw the pain he was in. Imagine how Liam will be feeling after that to finish 13th. He's finished ahead of Sonoda. His teammate, he's just stepped into that car. Yep. He's been thrown every weather condition. That is an impressive drive. So what happens with Lawson now? He'll be here for Monza. He'll probably race until when do you reckon Ricardo will be back? Singapore, roughly? Maybe? Yeah, I reckon he'll do Monza and that's it. But the fact that he's got two races to prove himself, also stepping in that last minute, mate. Mm. Like, he must have been on site, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I would assume so. Good thing he was there. Yeah, it's exactly like Nick DeVries, isn't it? You prove yourself you can do it in an F1 car. There'll be teams looking at that. Like Driver of the day, Fernando Alonso. Well deserved. It was between him and, and Piastri for me. And Gasly. I think Gasly had a really solid race. And Gazza as well. A lot of drivers had a great race. Like Albon had a great race, P8. Eight is great points for Williams. That's really good. Shame about Russell at the end there. I know. He I was know. ready for it. Did Look. a great move on Norris and then tyre goes. And a puncture. There you go. But yeah, mate, what, what does happen with Liam Lawson now? So the guy, did he win F2? I believe so, and F3. Right. Did make it into F2. Did he do IndyCar for a bit? I'm not actually sure how old he is. I'm just going to quickly Google Liam Lawson and just see how old he is because he's kind of come out of nowhere. I'm not exactly sure. I've heard his name a lot. So he's 21 years old. New Zealand. Um, Well, he's still so young. 21 for an F1 driver is still young. Yep, very young. Just trying to see here if he actually won F2. He didn't. He finished third in the F2, mate. Okay, did he win F3? I imagine he did, but I don't know for sure. <laughs> but he's just stepped into an F1 seat, so there must be something about him. Well, I've heard, yeah, I've heard good things about him. I have heard good things about Liam Lawson. For the people that we've had on, they've mm. all said lovely things about him, said he's a decent driver. To be honest, I thought he, was, he went to IndyCar, he was going to IndyCar, but I think I got that mixed up with Marcus. We knew that Helmet loves him. 
Helmet mentions him all the Does time, he? doesn't he? Yeah, Helmet is a big fan of Liam Lawson. Well, we know, mate, that Helmet has the strings to pull if he wants. So let's see how Ricardo gets on. But I mean, mate. Oh, look, there's Mikey. Mikey oh, man, and Alonso. That we know that they're such good friends as well, who we love in that. I saw they're celebrating like crazy. What a race, man. What a race. I don't know if we should say this, but one thing I will say on the pod is if you remember Mikey Brown we had on, Fernando Alonso's number one mechanic. We went to his house and he has the most unbelievable collection of Formula One stuff I've ever seen in my life. We won't say what, but my God. It is amazing. It is unbelievable because he's raced with, he's been with Perez. So many different teams, yeah. Oh, he loves it. So the final uh, standings for that race, guys, just to go over it. Verstappen first, Alonso, Gasly in third, Perez in fourth, Sainz in fifth, Hamilton, Norris, Albon, Piastri. Ocon. I was hoping for a bit more from Piastri, to be honest. It's a shame what happened. It, to be honest, it was a toss-up, mate. At the start of the race, no one was, no one knew when to go on the mm. intermediates or not. And I think they left it a couple laps too late. But he could have done some good stuff, man. I was chatting to my dad yesterday, and he was drunk. But he was losing his marbles about, Pias- about Piastri. Really? Yeah, he was going mental. Because he's just so good? He's just really, really good, mate. And he's got that tiger in him. Yeah. Fuck it. Forget Tiger. He's got that lion in him. Uh, yeah, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a machine. In a race like today, where strategy was so important and the rain kept the rain kept coming in, and you just had to do things at the right time, it shows you that it isn't just Max that's incredible. That whole Red Bull team, they make the right decisions at the right time. When they make the changes, it's so unbelievably quick. Like from driver to pit crew to Hannah Schmitz to Horner. To everyone in that team. Oh, look, there's Gasly. Gasly on the podium doing his interview. He looks gassed. He loves it. He looks so happy. He needs that podium. Gasly needs that. Well, moving ahead to Monza, mate. Mm. I mean, let's assume that it's going to be dry weather. I'd I'd hope it is. I just want a dry race. So, I don't want to give predictions, but, you know, straight line speed. You're always on about Haas. Maybe Haas could do some bits at Monza. I think we're just going to keep seeing a climb from Williams. Uh, that I, I'll put it out there now because you did a wild card last week. Obviously, we'll have our full predictions on Thursday when you're the other side of the world. But yeah, there's something coming from Alex Albon. Like mm. this is just the start of the fire. They're going to be throwing more kindling on. Interesting, mate. And, and Sergeant, oh, he's shown by getting into Q3, he's shown that he could find something in the car. Mm. But. He reminds me a but little can bit. can he find something in himself? Do you know what? He reminds me exactly of Oli Berman in F2. He's like a quick driver, but he just needs a bit longer. Like, mate, it is quite a big step up. He reminds me of me a little bit. Like, <laughs> you and good Logan Sargent. Could yeah. step in an F1 car and race and do very well, but needs a bit more experience. We were joking about that the other day, weren't we? If I woke up and just turned the TV on and you were standing there in an Alpha Tauri. Daniel Ricardo's <laughs> out and they haven't got anyone. Jake wakes up. Fab's not in his room. He's not in the living room. Where is he? Jake, mate, I've just landed in Zanvor. Ha- I was saying you'd have to drive around with an airport in so I could talk to you. Just hearing you scream, ah, oh. it's next to me. We could pod. We could pod from the track, from the car. Once we've done this virtual pod next week, we're, a virtual podding is going to be mate, possible. Nothing's going to stop us. I'm actually excited to see how it comes out because the majority of podcasts aren't filmed with people together anyway. No. 
So it'll be quite interesting to see what we're like. Well, I've got my camera. Mm-hmm. I've got everything. I've got my laptop, everything with me, microphone. Guys, I'm packing it all in my Red Bull bag. So it's bag. still going to sound exactly the same? Should sound good, yeah. The only thing is, uh, when you do it online, I think there's like a slight delay in the audio. Okay. But then I think the program that we use, which I think we're going to use Riverside, I think it makes up for that it's delay. It's going to kind of hold it together, is it? Yeah. So you need to figure out how to record your audio into your laptop. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, Through maybe, this box. We're golden. Into Logic. Have you got Logic? Yeah, I've bought it. Well, yeah, and I've the, never used it. All the tunes you're making once. every yeah, night. Exactly. Yeah, Jake's making like... beats in his room at night <laughs> I was thinking, I actually do find it fascinating. You can just make a song on your laptop now. But no, Max Verstappen, nine wins in a row. Clement Novlak won an F2. That's the 12th F2 winner this year. Buzzing for next week to see what Clem can do. Next weekend is a big one for us because it, it could be the week that Gabby wins F3. And that would be a special moment. That's very true. Yeah. And I'm going to be away for Thursday. So we've got to figure out Thursday's episode. Mm-hmm. But Sunday, we'll definitely be doing it virtual. Yep. So guys, strap in and hold tight and get ready for that. Yeah. Hope everyone has a fantastic week. Hope you enjoyed the race weekend. A wet one's always... It feels like it's just been a wet season, really. It would, has been. Would love some just shootouts, you know, where people are putting on softs on like lap 50 and it's proper fastest yeah. lap, fastest lap, fastest lap. Yeah, I want to see some crazy shit. I'm sure it's going to happen. We've got some big races coming. <laughs> Can't really pretend that the championship's wide open. Think Max might want it. Yeah, but however, there is a big fight lower down. I know for like Alonso and was it Hamilton? Mm. Very close on points. Well, I'm glad to see Alonso back on the podium because for a couple of weeks now, Aston Martin haven't really been there after Alonso's big statement that he yep. was going to get a podium in every race. But I think today came down to experience. And we even saw in them last couple of laps for a while, Alonso was staying with Max. Yes, he was. And so we got, yeah, we've got Perez with 201 points in second, Alonso with 168 in third, and then Hamilton just behind him with 156. But there was one point difference between those two. Wow. So this is great for Fernando. If he can come third in the championship, mega. That would be a big success for Aston Martin. They, Where's Stroll? They would have been buzzing with that this seat. Was Stroll even in today's race? Stroll's down in ninth. Was Stroll even... I don't, <laughs> I don't think I've even seen the word there Stroll. Was, no, there was nothing about <laughs> or it. Or even there? seen the car today. Nout. There was nout. It's funny how people can just go missing on the stream like that. I didn't see anything of him. Or even hear his name, I don't think. Oscar Piastri with 36 points. That's sick. Mm-hmm. One point behind for Pierre Gasly in 10th. Yeah, it's awesome. So, yeah, guys, we will see you on the weekend. Mm, you better go pack your bags. Don't forget your passport, sun cream, insurance. I've got it. I haven't got sun cream. haven't got insurance. Fab's about to do his favourite thing ever, get on an aeroplane. Yep, can't wait. He's booked a seat, 19C. Mm, incorrect. Oh, you, you 13, moved it. 13C. And is there any reason for that? No, I let the plane book it. I ain't picking my seat, mate. <laughs> Some people say 30 is an unlucky number. If that plane goes down, then I want it to be up to the gods as to where I'm sitting. I don't want to pick row 19 and all of a sudden the whole plane survived, (laughs) but row 19 was blown out. And the EasyJet gods have chose flight C-13, have they? Yeah, yeah. Lucky number 13. I hope you have a safe flight, mate. I hope you have a great trip. You're going to be thoroughly missed. Yeah, I know. I know. Send I me lots of pictures, yeah? I'm going to send you loads. I'm going to send you postcards. I'm going to send you... Uh, I'm going to bring back some little Please treats. Please bring me back a key ring or Little something. treats, yeah. Some trinkets. Maybe a box of chocolates. Portuguese chocolate. This is actually real because the second this podcast ends, I'm leaving to go down south. So this really is a goodbye. Yep. And How if, I you? Never, if I never see you again, mate, thanks for a great 
great time doing the pod. It's been a laugh. Yeah, no, it's good. It's been good fun. It's been a good ride. <laughs> Guys, thanks for tuning in. If you want to come visit my grave, um, <laughs> you've got to be a bit more of a confident then Jake's, than that. Jake's going to set a meetup. <laughs> Jake's going to do a fan meetup just, at my grave. Just tell the plane to look out for lightning, mate. Yeah, I will. All right, I'll tell it. I'll make sure. You give it a give. Tap the ball and it's right in. I'll like tap the. Team. I'll tap the easy jet at the back. Yeah, you make sure you tap the plane. Just when give you get it. A little, I'm not superstitious, but I'll just give it a little tap before the flight to send the plane on its way. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Pit Stop Podcast. Rate it five stars. Hit the follow button. Have a fantastic week, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.